Good morning, church. Good morning and welcome to you. On this New Year's Eve, I trust that you've all had a great Christmas and a great week with family and friends and hopefully you've had some time off work uh, to enjoy some downtime. But welcome, New Year's Eve. It's a big day. Let's pray. God, I thank you that as we, we come to church on, on this day, New Year's Eve, God, we have so much to celebrate and so much to be thankful for, for all that you've done. And God, we have so much to anticipate in all that we, we know that you will do into the future. God, I thank you for today. Thank you for everything that it re represents. And God, thank you for this morning as we gather. Would you speak to us? In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Well, like I said, here we are today, and we've reached the very end of 2017. What a good day to look back and look at all that's been in 2017 and to reflect on everything that God has done and to give thanks to him for his goodness to us. It's a really good time. A lot of people actually don't recognise the value in looking back. Past is the past and we're just going to plough on into the future without looking back. But throughout scripture, God tells us it's really important to look back and reflect on everything that he has done for his goodness and his faithfulness to us. You know, the most repeated scripture in the Bible is give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His love, what does it do? His love endures forever. Today is a good day to look back and reflect on God's goodness and faithfulness to us in every circumstance of our lives. It's important to look back and give thanks because God is good. We can thank him for his provision and his presence with us. And as we do, we're reminded where our blessings come from. And God actually builds faith into us for all that he wants to do into the future. So today, on the last day of 2017, it's important to look back and give thanks to God for his goodness and his faithfulness to us. Some of you might have made it to the end of a really great year. Can I hear a cheer from the kids in the room because you've simply made it to the end of another year of school? That's always worth celebrating. Maybe some of you have actually made it to the very end of your school career or you've graduated university, that in itself is a huge reason to celebrate for both you and your parents. God is good, yes. As you reflect on 2017, you may have seen God provide for you in ways that you didn't even anticipate. At work, in relationships, financially. As grandparents, you might be able to look back and thank God for his faithfulness 
not just in 2017, but throughout the generations of your family. So many good reasons to give thanks. On the other hand, some of you might have made it to the end of a very difficult year. And unfortunately for many of us, looking back can be painful. As we reflect backwards, all the could-have-beens and should-have-beens come into greater focus. The deep hurts and disappointments that we've experienced through the year somehow seem magnified. It may have been a year of sickness or sacrifice. And you just can't wait for 2018 to come and bring something different. But regardless of what your year has been like, the discipline of looking back and giving thanks is really important. Being thankful for his provision in times of abundance. Thanking God for his presence with us as we've walked through some of the more difficult times that we've had. But we have a God who works all things together for good, for those who love him and are called according to his purposes. Today is a pivotal point for us. Not only do we get to take the time to look back and reflect on what has happened, but we also begin to look forward with anticipation and expectation of what's to come in 2018. It marks the change in our calendar. And for some reason, it, makes, uh, it marks a change in our minds, in our circumstances. I reckon it's a little bit like standing in front of a closed door. A door holds so many possibilities behind it. So many unknowns. And when we stand this side of the door, we can see everything that's been behind us. But we can't actually see what's coming in front of us. So many unknowns still to come behind the door. Kids, what do you reckon is behind the door this morning? Not much? You know, if you're a parent of a teenage boy in the room, and you're standing outside his bedroom door, you know exactly what to expect on the other side of the door. A smell that is so putrid it makes you want to vomit, right? You know what to expect on the other side of his door because you've been there before and you've smelt his shoes before. If you're standing on this side of the door to the gym, you know what to expect. Pain in your arms and your legs and your stomach and you'll find muscles that you didn't even know existed. Standing this side of the gym door, you know what to expect because you've been there before and you've experienced the pain of the treadmill before, am I right? If you're standing at the door of the fridge this morning, you know what to expect. Temptation. All those little chocolates and leftover Christmas pudding with custard. You know what to expect standing this side of the fridge door because you've been there before and you've experienced the guilty pleasures of temptation. 
But standing this side of the door into 2018, we don't know what to expect because we've never been there before. It's unknown, it's new. Most of us get to this time of the year and we make New Year's resolutions. We want to start the year with lots of good thoughts and hopes and dreams of everything that we want to see happen in the new year. After Christmas, if you're like me, many of you might, you know, declare a New Year's resolution to lose the extra weight that you found just in the last week. We resolve to spend less time at work and more time with family. The year ahead will definitely be less busy. Some of you kids might even decide that after you got your report at the end of this year, you're definitely going to try harder next year. Good New Year's resolutions to have. There's so many possibilities on this side of the door. Looking back and giving thanks and looking forward with expectation is an important spiritual discipline for each of us. We can look back and see God's faithfulness in the past and allow it to build faith in our hearts because of what we understand and what we've experienced of the nature of God. And we can take hold of the blessings that we've been given today, giving us confidence to face the future in the strength of God. We can open this door and step through with confidence, knowing that God is with us every step of the way. It's faith in the nature of God and strength in the blessings of God that will build faith for us to expect more from God than we've ever seen before. There's a great story in the Bible about a man named uh, Simeon who disciplined himself in this way. So Simeon plays a significant role in both reflecting and anticipating the work of God in this moment in history. We don't know much about Simeon. We don't know much about his background, his family, or anything that he did through the whole course of his life, except this one huge day. If we read between the lines, we can gather that he's pretty old. He was righteous. He was devout. He knew the scriptures inside and out. And he was anticipating the coming Messiah and the restoration of Israel. If Jesus was actually born on the 25th of December, 2000 and something years ago, Today, he would be six days old. And Mary and Joseph would be getting ready for the eighth day when all good Jewish families would take their little baby boys and get them circumcised. Mary would go through the purification rituals after having given birth. And so our first and our last introduction to Simeon takes place on the day when Jesus would be about 40 days old. We're going to start reading from Luke chapter 2, verse 25. Now, there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. 
He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, which basically means he was waiting for the Messiah to come. And the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. See, we're not told how old Simeon was or how long he'd been waiting and watching and anticipating God at work and the coming Messiah. But I reckon the chances are he's pretty old at this point in time and he's been waiting a very long time, anticipating God fulfilling the promise that he made to him that he wouldn't die before he saw the Messiah. Simeon is, oh sorry, missed a bit. So moved by the Spirit, in verse 27, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms, praising God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, this child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed and a sword will pierce your own soul too. See, Simeon is playing a significant role of both reflecting and anticipating the work of God through Jesus. Filled with the Holy Spirit, and this is quite significant in this time before Jesus had died and gone back to heaven, Simeon was filled with the Holy Spirit and he held the baby Jesus in his hands and he starts by looking back and recognising God's faithfulness. He says in verse 29, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. See, he recognised God's faithfulness in fulfilling the personal promise that God had made to Simeon that he wouldn't see death before he had seen the Messiah. And he also recognised through his knowledge of the scriptures and the ancient promises made to God's people, the Israelites, that God was also proving himself faithful to his people. The promised Messiah who would come and save his people had come, he'd arrived. And as we look ahead into 2018, it's important that we too spend time looking back and reflecting on God's faithfulness to us. How have you seen God's faithfulness at work in your life in 2017? It's so easy to uh, reflect on the difficult circumstances that we go through that feel like mountains and ignore the many blessings that we do have. Standing on this side of the door into 2018, it's so important 
to look back and reflect on God's faithfulness and give thanks to him. When we look back, we understand more of how God is at work in our lives. And we can reflect on circumstances and see how God is interwoven with our story, that beautiful gift of retrospect. See, when you look back on 2017, what can you give thanks to God for? Look back and recognize God's goodness and his faithfulness through all circumstances. Not only is it important to stand here in this moment in time and look back on God's faithfulness in the past, but it's also important for us to recognize God's current blessings in our lives and to take hold of God's blessings for us today. See, Simeon was able to look back and reflect on God's faithfulness as well as see God's present blessings. In verse 30, he says, For my eyes have seen your salvation, that you have prepared in the sight of all nations. See, Simeon recognises that salvation isn't just a past memory or a future expectation. Salvation is literally in his hands. He's holding the salvation of the world in his hands. He's holding the baby whose name is or means God saves. And I'll tell you, this fact wasn't lost on Simeon. As he held Jesus in his hands, he was literally looking into the eyes of God's plan for salvation that was put into place way before the beginning of time. Simeon rejoiced in that moment because he held the salvation of the world in his hands. What an exciting blessing and privilege for Simeon in that moment. But guess what? For those of us that live this side of Jesus' birth, death and resurrection and have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Saviour, we actually carry the salvation of the world in our hearts. What we take so easily for granted is such an incredible blessing and a privilege. And everything that comes with carrying the salvation of the world in our hearts is ours to take hold of. You know, if you're struggling in your present circumstances to recognise God's blessing, what a powerful place to start. The Saviour of the world lives within us. Can I hear an amen? Such good news. Every blessing that is ours to take hold of that comes with that. You know, there's definitely some difficult circumstances that we all experience throughout the years. Illness, relationship breakdowns, financial stress. But if we fail to recognise the blessings of God in all our circumstances and his presence with us, the negative things will easily overwhelm us and will trap us in a cycle of discouragement and anger and depression. We'll lose our joy. And I tell you, that's exactly where the enemy wants us. Because when this happens, when we lose our joy, we lose our sense of purpose. 
We struggle to see God at work in our lives. You know, if you don't know Jesus, the salvation of the world in your heart today, I want to encourage you that it would be the best decision that you will ever make standing this side of the door into 2018 to take hold of his salvation for yourself. What a great way to start the year. And I'm going to give you an opportunity later on, if that is you, to make that decision, if you haven't already. But like Simeon, if we have faith in Christ, we can take hold of God's blessings today to make us strong in our faith, strong to face our challenges. We have his salvation today. We have God's peace today. We have certainty of God's presence with us today. We have his joy today. We have his forgiveness today. We can have his courage today. What do you need to take hold of today from the blessings that God is offering you? Simeon was able to look back and reflect on God's faithfulness. He could recognise God's incredible blessing in his present. And he was able to look forward with anticipation. See, Simeon stands at this side of the door and looks forward with anticipation and expectations to the blessings God had prepared for the future. Verse 32, he says, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and for the glory to your people, Israel. See, Simeon knows what so few had grasped in his time, that because of this child, salvation would soon be available, not just to Israel, but to all nations everywhere for all time. That's us. And as Simeon looked to the future, he had faith in those incredible promises of God. See, Jesus in that moment was still a baby. He hadn't performed a miracle. He hadn't healed the sick. He hadn't made the blind to see. He hadn't walked on water. He hadn't fulfilled every prophecy ever written about the coming Messiah. He hadn't died on the cross, a perfect death, and he certainly hadn't risen again from the dead. And yet in that moment, Simeon believed the promises of God and declared by faith that Jesus was the Messiah. He expected that God was able to do more than he'd ever seen him do before. And I don't know about you, but I want to stand at this point in 2017 and be like Simeon. I want to look back and reflect on God's faithfulness and all the good things that he's done in my life, even when it hasn't been what I've wanted or when I've wanted. But I want to recognise also God's blessings in my current circumstances and acknowledge with more certainty that I am created and called with a purpose right here and right now for such a time as this, this moment in history, God has positioned me He's positioned you. It is no mistake that each and every one of you are here 
at this moment in time? What is the purpose that God has saved you for and called you to? Most of all, like Simeon, I want to stand at the door of 2018, not with a sense of relief that 2017 is nearly over, but with great anticipation and expectation. I want to stand at the door and expect that God will use me more than he ever has before. I don't want to just hope for things that will fade or wear out or simply just not happen. I don't want to approach 2018 with my usual New Year's resolutions, but with a deeper longing for God and his presence in my life and in my ministry. I want more. And I've come to understand in a greater way this year that God is a God who wants to give us more than we can ever possibly ask or imagine. There is more in Him than we even know to ask for. Ephesians 3 verse 20 says, Now to Him who is able to do immeasurably more. Say that with me. Immeasurably more. That means you can't measure how much God can do. He is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, not according to my power or my strength or my abilities, but according to His power that is at work within us. To Him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, amen? Amen. You know, I've been praying for some time into the new year. I'm the women's pastor here at Gateway and I run a women's ministry called Thrive. And for many months I've been praying to God, what do you want for us in the new year? And I want to read uh, something that I wrote back in October from my journal. Uh, not because it's very profound or anything, but I, you know, I believe that this is a prayer that we should all be praying for our church. I want to build faith in us this morning that we can ask God to do more and expect more of Him than we ever have before. I feel like it's time to move from sweet to fired up, empowered. A fire that's lit so deep down in our bellies that we come to thrive, to press into the power of God. Be filled with faith to go back into our families and our communities, empowered to reach the lost. We've got to be making a difference. I want to see women on fire, praying for the sick and seeing them healed. Seeing women set free from addiction. Seeing brokenness restored. Seeing women who don't belong find a family and faith community where they're loved into freedom and acceptance. I want other women to be drawn into the power of God at work in each and every one of those gatherings. Church, that's my prayer for you as well. That is my prayer for 2018 for Gateway Baptist Church. What are the promises of God that you are taking hold of as you open the door into 2018. Are you trusting that God will do immeasurably more than you can ask or imagine or than you've ever seen before? 
as I stand here at the door. This is my prayer. God, as I step through this door into the new year, I want to spend more time sitting with you. I want to get to know you more. I want more of your prophetic words spoken in me and through me. God, I want you to use me to heal the sick, body, mind and spirit. God, I want you to use me to see my neighbour come to faith. God, I want you to use me however you see fit. I'm willing, I'm available, and I'm ready. That's how I want to start 2018. And imagine if we as a church carried similar New Year's resolutions as we step through the door into 2018 with all its uncertainties. Imagine the difference that we would make in our community, in our city, in our nation and around the world in seeing revival come simply because we expected more from God than we ever have before. We asked more of God than we ever have before. You know, as you stand this side of the door into 2018 and you don't know a relationship with Jesus, if you haven't taken hold of the salvation of the world that came for you, it came for each of us in the form of a baby, if you haven't taken hold of His forgiveness this morning, I'm going to give you an opportunity right now to do that. Today, you can take hold of His salvation. You can take hold of His forgiveness. You can take hold of His incredible love for you that came to earth as a little baby and died a perfect death on the cross for you. You can take hold of that this morning with all the uncertainty that sits on the other side of the door into 2018. You can step through with the certainty of faith in Christ that no matter what you walk through, He's there right beside you and that you will get to spend your forevers with Him. I wonder if I can ask everybody to bow their head and close their eyes. Now I'm going to ask you to take a bold step because even though everybody's eyes are closed, it's still a bold step to put your hand up and say, today I'm choosing you, Jesus. I'm choosing to follow you for the rest of my days. I'm choosing to accept you as my Lord and Saviour. That's a big, bold step. And it takes courage. And I wonder if that's you this morning, if you would take hold of the courage that is yours in Christ Jesus right now. And if you want to say today, today, this pivotal day, stepping into 2018, I'm choosing to walk my journey with Jesus. Can I get you to put your hand up where you are, nice and high so I can see you. If that's you this morning and you want the certainty that comes with faith in Jesus. Thank you, I see that hand over there. You can put it down. If you want the certainty of stepping into 2018, knowing 
that the salvation of the world lives within you. Everything that is His is ours to take hold of. If you want that certainty this morning, put your hand up nice and high. Thank you. See that hand. Thank you. Beautiful. Bless you. Bless you. You will not regret it. It's the best decision, the best New Year's resolution that you will ever make. Bless you. Bless you. Anybody else? You can step through the door into 2018 with a certainty that God is with you, that the salvation of the world is living in your heart. That's awesome. I'm going to pray a prayer. And just in your mind, I want you to repeat it after me. God, I thank you that you did come into the world as a little baby. God, thank you that in Jesus you lived a perfect life. And that you died on the cross for the forgiveness of my sins. God, today I take hold of your salvation for myself. God, I take hold of your presence living within me. God, I take hold of your forgiveness. God, I take hold of your love for myself. And I choose to follow you for the rest of my days. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, let's encourage those people who have this morning declared faith in Jesus that will be stepping through the door into 2018 different than what they've left 2017. Can I ask everybody to stand? You know, looking back, and giving thanks and looking forward with expectation is an important spiritual exercise. And at this time of the year when we're trying to lose those extra kilos, we know the importance of physical exercise, but sometimes we forget the importance of spiritual exercise. And this morning, in this lovely heat, I'm going to help you to sweat it off a little bit because we're going to combine the two, the physical and the spiritual, because it's so important to look back and give thanks, to take hold of God's blessings in the present and to look forward with anticipation and expectation to all that God is going to do into the future. So, can I get you to stand feet shoulder width apart? And as you turn to your left, I want you to declare out loud the thankfulness that you hold in your heart for God's goodness and His favour over you in 2017. What can you give thanks to God for that you've seen Him do this year? and declare it out loud. Are we ready? Okay, let me see your movement, let's practise. Are you just too hot out there? Come on, we are declaring and giving thanks to God for His goodness to us. Come on, let's say it out loud. God, thank You for Your mercies that are new every morning. God, thank You that You have chosen me and called me by name. 
thank you, God, for your goodness to us. God, thank you for all the good things that you have given us this year. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. You know, I reckon we could be here for a whole nother year giving thanks, 10,000 reasons or more. But what I want you to do now is stand facing forward. What blessings from above do you need to take hold of this morning? In your current circumstances, as you contemplate stepping into 2018, what do you need to take hold of this morning? Is it God's courage? Is it forgiveness? I reckon some of you out there need to take hold of God's healing power in your life. What is it? Come on, let's declare it out loud. God, today I take hold of your peace in my life. Take hold of your forgiveness. God, I take hold of your love for me. God, I take hold of all the good things that are available to me in Christ Jesus. Oh God, thank you for your goodness. Thank you, God, for your goodness. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Okay. As we look forward, as we look forward to 2018, this time we're going to swing to the right. My left, your right. I've got to remember. I did get that right, didn't I? As we swing to the right, what are you going to declare in faith? What are you going to ask God for as you step into 2018? As we turn to 2018, let's have expectant hearts as we ask God to do more than we've ever seen Him do before. Do you believe that He can do that? Pray bold prayers of faith as we look to 2018. Ask God for more. God, we want more of You in our lives. God, we wanna see more things happen in the miraculous. God, I want You to use me to heal the sick. How are You wanting God to use You and build faith in You for the new year? Come on, pray it out loud, church. We serve a God who can do immeasurably more than we can even begin to ask or imagine. What are you anticipating and expecting of God in the new year? What are you expecting? Oh God, as we stand here at this point in time and we look back, God, we give thanks to You for Your goodness and Your faithfulness to us throughout the year. And God, right now we take hold of every good thing that is available to us from heaven and in You, God. We take hold of it by faith. God, we ask that You would build our faith, build our expectations stepping into 2018. God, would we be a church that expects more of You than we've ever seen before. God, would we see You move in mighty ways that we haven't seen before. God, would we see more people come to faith in 2018 and know us saving the saving grace of Jesus. God, would we be a place where people can come and find refuge and healing in the Name of Jesus. God, we want more from You in 2018 than we've ever seen before. And God, we can stand here in faith and know 
that that is the kind of God that you are. That is who you are. You are a God who wants to do immeasurably more than we can ask or imagine. Do you believe that this morning? Let's declare in faith, He is a good God who wants to give good things to His children. Can I encourage you, as you step into 2018, come to the new year with an expectant heart, thanksgiving in your heart and an expectant heart to all that God wants to do into the future. He is a big God. He is a big, good God. Amen. Bless you, church. Happy New Year.